0: get an update now, we're going to chat, chat with uh, Washington correspondent Reggie Cicchini. Uh, Reggie, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. So, yeah, I mean, this situation, it, it's just frenetic how quickly it continues to develop. I know there's a briefing underway in, the, in Washington right now, but uh, we just continue to learn more minute by minute almost.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and understandably, uh, kind of in the, in the, in the fog of war, or at least in the, these kind of waning days of war in Afghanistan, things are, are difficult to try and get, uh, pinpointed exactly the way they are at the moment. And it takes a kind of hindsight to figure things out, which is why we're finding out now it was just one bomb. It was not two bombs, just a large field, uh, of destruction. Uh, but also incredibly that at the same time that that bomb was carried out, that the evacuation, uh, plan didn't really get disrupted at all and 12,500 evacuees airlifted out in a 24-hour period, including 300 Americans, that's still a big deal considering what was happening just a few
0: meters away. So what is the situation here in terms of the evacuation? How long do we know it's going to continue for? A lot of people thought that, you know, this would be the end of it, but the U.S. is saying, no, we will continue. Have they changed the deadline or are they still planning to say the 31st, we're gone?
1: Yeah, look, August 31st is kind of a line drawn in cement right now. The Pentagon is giving an update right now, and they have reiterated over and over again that this is not going to be a mission that extends beyond uh, what President Biden said will end in four days' time. Now, that said, uh, both the White House, the Pentagon, and the State Department have mentioned that at some point in the future, there could be some kind of humanitarian rescue or there could be some kind of airlift out if there are Americans or Afghan civilians who are eligible for visas uh, to be lifted out of the, out of the country, but there won't be an American military presence there and the Taliban potentially the Turkish will be the ones who control the airport. So it's unclear how anyone's actually going to get out and what kind of rescue mission or evacuation mission that would look like.
0: I want to talk to you about uh, President Biden's press conference yesterday. Widely watched, widely analyzed and scrutinized. You could see clearly uh, it was a difficult time for him and uh, that's understandable but um, I guess the message that I got out of that is he's vowing to exact revenge. I'm I'm not sure but he says they will hunt down and make them pay the people who are responsible for this.
1: I mean, look, the the U.S. is in a position of ending a war in Afghanistan in the exact same way that it started its war in Afghanistan, looking for terrorists linked to Afghanistan that killed American soldiers. This is reminiscent of a speech that was given uh, by George W. Bush many, many, many years ago. uh, And and President Biden, this is kind of the first time we've seen him take such a strong armed uh, stance verbally uh, at the situation uh, that he has been criticized for for the last better part of a week and a Mm -hmm. half. But given the fact that this uh, this was a, a, an attack carried out by the so-called Islamic State, or at least a branch of them in Afghanistan, he, and that the, the credible threat still exists for something to go off, he is uh, kind of vowing to say, look, you did this to us, we are going to come after you. But again, that time for doing that is dwindling, because there will be no U.S.
0: troops on the ground, and yeah. there will be no U.S. intelligence on the ground in Afghanistan either. Yeah, exactly. The other thing that came out of the uh, news conference yesterday, he was asked about uh, how he feels about Where does he bear some responsibility? And Biden said, I bear all responsibility for what's gone on in these final days here. He's taking full responsibility for the disaster that we've seen unfold over the last, I guess it's what, 10, 12 days now, right?
1: He is taking uh, full responsibility, but at the same time, there was a caveat where he did put some of that blame on his predecessor, right. on former President Donald Trump. Because remember, this ev- uh, this exit plan for U.S. troops was drafted by Donald Trump with members of the Taliban uh, back I- in 2020. And the initial date was on May 1st. President Biden extended that to August 31st. But a secondary part of this problem here is that when the initial draft was put in place, it excluded members of the then uh, Afghan government. So this was solely uh, dictated and kind of put together with only the U.S. and the Taliban. Now the Taliban is the one who's fully in charge. That original government that was left out has collapsed. So the U.S. is in a position of having to negotiate with a group that they deem to be terrorists. Still, to see the president take the responsibility of this is, is an opportunity to show that he understands what it means to be commander-in-chief, but it also pushes back on Republicans who have been blaming President, uh,
0: president Biden for this for the last week and a half. Yeah, uh, just a, a minute-by-minute story. Uh, Reggie, thank you for the update. I appreciate it. Thanks. That's Reggie Giacchini, a Washington correspondent for Global News, uh, talking about the developments around the Afghanistan story last night and into this morning.